Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there, you are listening to episode number 78 of the Familypreneur podcast. We are wrapping up a full month focused on the Facebook pixel. And today we're going to talk about analytics and tracking. So in episode number 69, we talked about what the Facebook pixel is and why you need it for the business. In episode 72, we talked about standard events and setting up standard event tracking using snippets of code on your website. If tech is not your thing, we went over custom conversions in episode number 75. Now, these numbers aren't consecutive because I put out marketing content on Mondays, but we also have episodes on Wednesdays and Fridays. So if you want to go back and listen to those episodes, again, it's episode 69, 72, and 75. Those are really going to be important episodes to listen to before you go through the Pixel Analytics episode today. However, if you have those things handled, stay tuned. You're in the right place. Now, from an analytical standpoint, we've talked about this before, but it's worth mentioning again, the Facebook pixel tracks differently from Google Analytics and from any other tracking platform out there. So most analytical trackers are using cookies, so little tracking crumbs that are device specific and only look at the site where the user came from last. So it's a one-click attribution. Facebook, however, goes beyond this. They are able to track based on where users are signed into their Facebook accounts. So they can track that you, you know, saw the ad on your cell phone and then you Googled it and pulled it up on your laptop or maybe you saw it at work and you completed a purchase at home. They can track across devices. They can track up to 28 days, which is crazy. That's almost a, well, for the month of February, that is a full month. But four weeks worth of tracking, Google can't do that. Other tracking platforms can't do that. Having these custom conversions set up can be really informative if what you're optimizing for right now isn't the end of your funnel. So most of my clients who are running lead generation campaigns, that's not their final offer. They're running lead generation campaigns because they're trying to fill a group program or they're trying to find one-on-one clients or they're trying to sell a digital course. There's another step in there. So you want to have these conversions set up not only for the thing that you're optimizing for right now, but the things that you're gonna be optimizing for in the future. So remember, 
Facebook can track up to 28 days, which means 28 days after you turn your ad off. You can go back into Facebook Ads Manager and take a look at your stats, and you may see more conversions than were there originally, because over the course of that month, those people who saw your ad may have made the decision to go back and convert. Or if you've got a digital course or something like that, at that point, you can go back and see of these people that opted in, how many people actually bought my course. So this is something I see people miss a lot. They will run um, three, two or three different opt-ins, right? Testing two or three opt-ins to see which one they can get the cheapest leads. It is not a bad strategy. I do it all the time. But the problem is that the judgment is passed based only on the cost per lead and not on the likelihood that those leads are actually going to convert at the next step in the funnel. So you need to have all of these conversion tracking um, steps set up because you're going to want to go back after a couple weeks and see how many of those leads have taken the next step, have booked a consult call, have visited your sales page, have purchased a course. You want to track those things because here's the truth, right? You may have two opt-ins and opt-in A is getting you cheaper leads. Let's just say opt-in A because I, I want easy math. Let's just say opt-in A is getting you 50 cent leads. That's that's cheaper than opt-in B, which is getting you $1 leads. Again, I just like even numbers. But if opt-in B, those dollar leads are converting into the sale of a $200 course at a higher rate than the opt-in A people are converting, it very well may math out to being a better offer to promote the higher cost per lead product if the conversions are more predictable, are higher, if that opt-in is bringing you a more qualified person. And that's something that a lot of people miss when they're analyzing their ads. Now, this all boils down to needing to have all of these events tracking appropriately, which again, we covered in those previous episodes. So if you're still looking for them, you can head back to episodes 72 and 75, where we talk about standard events and custom conversion tracking. Either of those two options will work for this. So this week on YouTube, I am sharing a video tutorial on how I set up my custom columns within Facebook Ads Manager so that I see the stats I need to see for each of my clients quickly, easily, and efficiently so that I can make educated decisions on the effectiveness of each ad. You can also head over to the show notes at megbrunson.com slash 78 in order to see that video. But it is also on YouTube, and I would love for you to hit subscribe over there. I have a marketing video every Monday alongside this podcast plus some other fun familypreneur videos. I know that this pixel stuff can be a little overwhelming, but we also have a free Facebook group where I'd be happy to help you through any of the questions that you have. 
head over to familypreneurcommunity.com. If you're not already a member, hit the join button, answer those quick couple questions, and then we will get you approved as quickly as possible. All right, that's it. You will find all of the links mentioned in this week's episode and the show notes, plus that embedded YouTube video at megbrunson.com slash 78. I do hope you will join us on Wednesday. I have a really great interview with Samantha, the 16-year-old CEO of Samantha's Slime Shop and her mom. And then we will be back on Friday for our family reflections. So again, we've got brand new content for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform so you don't miss another episode. Until next time, have a good one. Bye. Don't miss my mom's next episode. Subscribe to the Familypreneur Podcast and automatically get access to the newest episodes every week.